Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Just Josh with you today coming at you with the recap from the Browns-Chiefs game that just wrapped up a little bit ago this afternoon. You know, I asked Blake, John, and Justin to send me their reactions just in a video format, you know, for the show today. They didn't send me anything today, actually. I haven't heard a word from them, so I'm guessing they're just a little too disgusted by what happened at the end of that game to even get their thoughts out of their mouths. But I'm going to go ahead and give it my best shot because, honestly, that game was kind of a tale of two halves, which is... You know, you want to see a complete game from your team anytime they take the field. But at the same time, the second half, obviously, you've got all of your backups. You've got all of your third, four-string guys that, you know, some of them know they're making the team. Some of them know they're not making the team. Some of them aren't sure. It's just, you know, it's kind of a, you know, a combobulation of everything. Whereas the first half, we had our starters in for the entire first quarter, at least on offense. Most of the guys, on defense, too. Um, minus Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett did not play today. But other than that, we saw a lot of our starters, and overall, things looked pretty darn good. So before we dive into it real quick here, I just want to remind everybody, check us out. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. If you're watching on YouTube, please like this video. Subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. Everybody subscribing, liking the video, commenting. Leave your comments. Leave your thoughts on the game because I'm just going to run through my notes. I took notes during the game. I'm going to run through a quick recap of things, some stats, and then I'm out of here. It's it's Saturday night and I'm gone. So I want to hear what you guys have to say. Everybody will be back on Tuesday. We're doing a live show uh, to talk about cutdowns, the the first initial 53-man roster, and to get everybody else's recap on the game as well. So make sure you guys are leaving your comments. Send a voicemail. Go to uh, thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail in the dropdown. If you want to get any of your thoughts on the show, we'll play them. Kenny Mack, really sorry. Kenny actually had two voicemails queued. I had them queued up on the live show the other night, and then we got so ingrained in everything we were talking about, I just completely forgot to play them. So sorry about that. Um, but I, I promise you, if you send your voicemails in... Um, Unless we have technical difficulties, they will get played on the show. All right, so like I said, let's just, um, I think what I want to do is hit the box scores real quick. Just kind of want to look at the key players. Of course, the most important one that we're going to talk about today is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, if you watched the game, that was much more reminiscent of Deshaun Watson than what we saw last season in those six games when he played. So Deshaun Watson came out, only threw 10 passes, five completions. You know, he was under duress a little bit. The, the Chiefs were bringing a lot of pressure today the entire game. And uh, we'll get to it later on, but we saw that really affected Kellen Mond. Um, Deshaun Watson, 5 of 10, 92 yards, and a sweet, sweet touchdown in the corner of the end zone to David Njoku. It was a nice pass. He threw it out and out ahead of him. Um, great catch by David. This is, I mean, you know, we we talk about how excited we are to see uh, the, the Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper connection, the Deshaun Watson and Elijah Moore connection, Deshaun Watson and DPJ. How about Deshaun Watson and David Njoku? Deshaun Watson and David Njoku is going to be a fun show to watch here in 2023. Uh, we'll just hit it real quick. The only other note, I mean, Kellen Mond, whatever, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, you know, probably his least impressive performance so far of the preseason, but at the same time, not bad. 7-12 for also 92 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. 
Um, but, you know, he didn't play horrible. And again, he was under a lot of duress. Playing behind the second string line, the second string offensive line really got, um, what do I want to say? They, they really were up against it today. Uh, they, they were tested a lot by the Chiefs' defense and the pressure they were bringing. Um, Dewan Jones, he stayed at right tackle for this game. You know, we had really thought we were going to see him playing left tackle. But the Browns, you know, they kept James Hudson over there at left tackle, who I thought didn't do horrible. He didn't do bad. Dewan Jones, again, just continues to tell defenders, you're not touching my quarterback. You're not even going to get close. You're not going to breathe on him, nothing. You can't even look at him. Get out of here. He's doing really well. Really impressed with how that rookie has come along this preseason. I think we've got a our future starting right tackle for sure. Who knows? Maybe he develops into a left tackle at some point. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, Nick Harris at left guard did give up the sack. Uh, I believe that was on Dorian Thompson Robinson there later, you know, in the game. I'm kind of skipping around my notes now. I need to quit doing this. Let me stay with the box score. Let me just let's look at uh, rushing. So as far in terms of rushing for the Browns, John Kelly, you know, he didn't get the start. Jordan Wilkins got the start, but fumbled two handoff exchanges. So some of that might have been on Deshaun. Some of it might have been on Wilkins. Either way, the ball hit the ground twice and we lost one of them. So not good. Those were not good things to see. John Kelly comes in, carries the ball six times for 20 yards and a touchdown. Um, let's see. Demetri Felton carried the ball six times for just nine yards. Rough game for him, though he did have... Uh, a nice, I believe. I believe the nice play he made was on a screen pass or a catch and catch and run. Wilkins just the one carry for five yards. You know, going into this, I was kind of leaning toward. I think you know Jerome Ford starting the season with an injury designation. I think Jordan Wilkins has a shot to make this roster at least to start the season for the first you know couple games or whatever. I don't really think so anymore. I think today kind of showed, and eh, maybe not, maybe not. I think John Kelly has locked up his spot. To, uh, to hold down for Ford if Ford has to miss some games. John Kelly in the receiving game caught three of four targets for 33 yards. David Njoku, like I said, just the one catch on the one target, but it was a 10-yard touchdown. Amari Cooper, oh, man, <laughs> the, the play to Amari Cooper, the 53-yard pass from Deshaun Watson. Over half of Deshaun Watson's uh, yards in that first quarter came from Amari Cooper down the sideline for 53 yards. Thing of beauty thing of beauty um other people of note i mean elijah moore had two catches for eight yards dpj had a nice one for 21 cedric tillman caught a nice pass for 23 um and then let's see austin watkins the guy that we've been hyping up all preseason and he's just looked absolutely incredible just two no i'm sorry just three targets today only one catch for 12 yards now he was catching passes with the second and third string guys and like I said, the quarterbacks, DTR and Kellen Mond, behind that second string, third string offensive line, oh, man, the pressure. Our offense, back of offensive line, did not look good. The, the pressure was intense coming from the Chiefs' defense. And it just did not leave a whole lot out there for uh, the Browns' receivers. Really, you know, halfway through second quarter, definitely third and fourth quarter was, wasn't a whole lot to write home about. So. Let me dive in. Those are kind of our offensive stats. Let's get into um, let's get into some of my notes here. But before we do, I just want to remind everybody: if you are a Browns fan in Ohio, Caesar Sportsbook kicking off the NFL season with a new bet: fifty dollars get two hundred fifty dollars in bonus bets. 
This is a limited time offer. New users can sign up with our code DOGSGET, D-A-W-G-S-G-E-T, and redeem $250 in bonus bets after placing your first wager of $50 on any NFL game. Even if your first bet loses, you will receive one $50 bonus bet credit each week over the the next five weeks. So make sure you enter our code DOGSGET, all one word, while signing up to have a bet on Caesars every week. For the start of the season. That's code dogs get offers only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you can qualify. Okay, let's go through my game notes. And then, like I said, basically what I want to do is I'm just going to leave my thoughts here. I'm going to leave my observations and the things that I saw. And then you guys leave everything you saw in the comments. Post them in there. You know that we're in there responding to you guys in the comments like every day. So you're going to hear from us. And we'll be talking over the next couple of days as roster cuts come. I haven't even opened social media since the game ended. I, I legitimately turned off my TV, came straight into the studio at home here, and started recording this to get my thoughts out there for the show. So if anybody's been cut after the game, I don't even know about it yet. So put them in the comments. We will be talking about them. So first play of the game, thoughts and prayers out to Jakeem Grant. We thought that, you know, he might have a, a chance, a pretty good shot at making the roster here now, you know, as, as our return specialist and, you know, depth wide receiver, he gets carted off after the first kickoff return. Did not hear as of this recording what the injury was, but the way he went down, the way he was reacting on his way off, not only is his season most likely over, this is probably the end of his career, unfortunately. This is two years in a row with potentially season-ending injuries. At his age, I I don't know if this is, a, if this is going to be a bounce back. So thoughts and prayers to Jakeem Grant. Uh, Jordan Wilkins, let's see my note here. Got the started up running back. We already talked about that. Um, I put, probably sealed his fate with two fumbled handoffs. Yeah, probably. Um the fumble handoff, not a good start for the starters. No, it was not. That was on the first drive. Uh, Jordan Kunazic was the, uh, he got the start at linebacker. So he's one of those guys, you know, we were not pegging uh, Jordan as as a um, a roster guy, making the roster at linebacker. We kind of thought we, we knew who those guys were going to be. But, you know, talking about UDFAs making the final roster and stuff like uh, Moomin Diabati, it's a, it's always a long shot. It really is. Ronnie Hickman. Like it's 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 not like these guys can just come out, have a couple of nice plays or whatever in the preseason and just make the roster. I think a guy like Kanazic after now this is me changing my perspective from from just a week ago, but the fact that he got the start with the starters with Taki Taki and Anthony Walker not playing today shows me that he's got a spot on this team. Uh I put in here the defense just feels different this season. And you know, we were feeling that with the second and third and heck, even the four string guys somewhat through the preseason up to this point. But today with the starters, they were attacking, aggressive, intense. I just it's just different than what we saw last season. And I love every bit of it. The Jim Schwartz effect is real and it's in effect. Juan Thornhill, man, his interception, he just he just sniped it. Sniped the pass straight to the end zone. I mean, he wasn't even he wasn't you know, dancing around, trying to juke guys or anything. He was just, I'm getting in the end zone right here. So good to see the uh, former Kansas City Chief have a pick six against, you know, his team, a former team in his former stadium. 
Very excited about Juan Thornhill. Um, I, I think uh, expectations are obviously high for him, just like they are with most of the guys, new guys on, on our defense. And I think he'll come through. I really do. So the first extra point attempt, you know, we're going to, ah, man, I hate this so much. We're going to talk about this in spurts as we go through my notes here. Um, Cade York, I guess I'll just give my final thoughts now and then we'll rehash it at the end because the end is why I'm doing this video in a much uh, worse mood than I was hoping to coming straight off of that loss. Cade York, I, I know he's a fourth round pick last year. I know he's young. I know he's only had a year in the league. This Browns roster, and we've said this multiple times now, this Browns roster is set up to, to make a run. Right now, it, it, it's set up to make a run at a Super Bowl. And with how, with how he's playing, with how he's missing kicks consistently each and every game, he's got to go. Cade York got to go. I'm sorry. I, I wanted I wanted to hang in there. I wanted to be supportive. We tried to be supportive. But that first extra point comes out and just misses it again. And it's like sometimes with players in sports, players, teams, whatever, you know, a, a problem will come up, a slump for a hitter in baseball or, you know, a pitcher who can't find the strike zone or – you know, whatever whatever the case may be, a, a basketball player can't hit a free throw to save his life, or three. A lot of times, these you know athletes can overcome these slumps, these problems, because it's all mental. It gets in their head. Something's in their head. It's the yips, and they just they have to fight through it. They have to battle through it. And a lot of a lot of them can overcome it. Can can come through, battle it out, and get past it. Cade York at this moment in time seems to be going deeper and deeper and deeper into his uh, whatever, his mental barrier that is stopping him from making field goals consistently. We The Cleveland Browns in 2023 cannot roll into the season with a guy who is spiraling into the depths of his yips at the moment. He's, it's not like he's climbing his way out of it right now and we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and okay, Cade York's been getting better and better through the preseason. He's either been getting worse or staying consistently bad. And that's just not going to cut it this year. So the Browns do have a very tough decision ahead of them uh, before the season begins. We'll get to more Cade York here in a little bit. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, Labor Day is right around the corner and the experts at Omaha Steaks are inviting you to celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to shop all of their exclusive Labor Day packages, like the Grillers Labor Day Feast. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. Plus, when you type code DOGS in the search bar, you will get eight free mouth-watering burgers, and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order. You're going to want to hurry because this exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. Celebrate those last remaining summer cookouts with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day Sale. Remember, the only way to get this amazing deal is to head over to omahasteaks.com, enter code DOGS in the search bar, and get eight free Omaha Steak burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with select packages, including that special Grillers Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak, it is the best damn steak of your life. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs in the search bar. See website for details. Okay, let's go positive. Maurice Hurst, I put in here, is a pressure machine. Maurice Hurst is 
awesome. I I was so excited when the Browns signed Maurice Hurst. I thought he was an underrated signing. I thought he had all the makings to be very impactful in this Jim Schwartz defense, and we are seeing it on the field. It's coming to life. It's materializing. And I also put in here a later note, but I'll just say it now. We're playing Ika and or Siaki Ika and Maurice Hurst as our backup defensive tackles, and they are 10, 100,000 times better than the starting defensive tackles the Browns were rolling out last season. This defensive line has undergone a transformation that like, I've never seen anything go from what it was last year to what it's going to be this year. It, the night and day difference in that defensive line. I, I, Andrew Barry, hats off, my friend. That was very impressive work. All right, so the defense, two interceptions in the first, uh, what is this, first half, first quarter, whatever it was. Good to see um, that the defense is causing some turnovers. After last season, you know, turnovers, turnover plays on the defense just weren't happening. And it's really good to see. I know it's just preseason, but even so, it's good to see it happening now in very limited time because these are the starters we're talking about. Those first two interceptions were from the starters, the starters on defense. And to see that happen, not over the course of a whole game, but just like a quarter or a quarter and a half, that is that is excellent to see. It was very, very good to see Deshaun Watson lead a touchdown drive. I think Browns fans needed that. Uh, I didn't necessarily need it. I know on the show I'm the probably the most optimistic about Deshaun Watson uh, and the least worried. But overall, it doesn't hurt to see you know your your highly paid uh, superstar quarterback go out lead a touchdown drive in the preseason and look very good doing it. Um, like I put in here, perfect throw and catch with Njoku. We talked about that. J-O-K, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, breakout campaign this season. It's coming. The dude has bulked up. He's bigger. He's still fast. He is all over the field. And as long as he stays healthy behind this defensive line, anybody out there who thinks J-O-K was a bad pick or just isn't that great of a linebacker or whatever for the Browns, you are going to have to you know, change your tune a little bit because he's about to show you what he can do. I put John Kelly looks like a dude if Ford is out any games. And that goes back to Wilkins probably losing any shot he had here and uh, Kelly just solidifying that, yes, he does belong here. Okay, Cade York, back to Cade York. His second field goal was up. Oh, I'm sorry, extra, I guess it would be extra point. His second extra point was up and in, but his third one, all wobbly again. He made it, but it didn't look pretty. And again, and we'll get to this at the end. I don't care if, if the kick is uh, tipped, not tipped. Uh, I don't, what, whatever the situation might be, it's not coming off his foot right. You see it, especially when they have the angle right behind the goalpost. His kicks never look right. They always, they, they just look dumb. They look dumb. They, they, it just, what is this? You, you see Butker go out there for the Chiefs and kick his field goals and extra points. It's kick up, in, up. In, right through the, the goalpost. And with Kate York, it's like, oh my gosh, where is it going? You have no idea. And I feel bad for the kid. I really do. I want I want him more than more than I want a lot of things. I want him to be good. I want him to be our kicker. I want him to be consistent. But I also want a million dollars, and I don't have that yet either. Uh, yes, I already talked about Dewan Jones being back at right tackle. I'll skip that one. Um, I made a note in here just partway through the game. I said, I'm not so sure I wouldn't uh, look at keeping potentially tight end uh, Mitchell Payton, Zaire uh, Mitchell Payton. As far as I know, as far as I understand, I don't really know what is going on with Harrison Bryant. He's been missing all this time this preseason with a medical condition. And, um, you know, 
He hasn't really been the sure lock on the roster like, you know, the Browns and Browns fans like we were all hoping he would be. And Mitchell Payton has really shown pretty well in this preseason that he can make some plays. And I think he would be a decent third tight end behind Njoku and Akins. Considering that last year on the initial 53, the Browns only kept Njoku and Harrison Bryant. They didn't have or they only had two tight ends to begin with. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the Browns decide to do in that department. Um, I put in here a good thing. Rasheed Rice for the Chiefs struggles with uncontested catches. Yeah, he had a – I don't know who had the coverage on it. I'll have to go back and watch the game again, watch the tape. But Rasheed Rice, the second-round rookie uh, receiver for the Chiefs, was just wide open down the uh, sideline. And uh, who was it? Blaine Gabbert just threw a great pass up to him. All, all, all Rice had to do was catch it. That's it catch it and he honestly could have he was so he was so open there was so much distance between him and any browns defender he could have just walked the rest of the way to the end zone but hit his hands went right through dropped it browns lucked out on that one let's see all right i already talked about Ika and hurst um the uh the p ryan touchdown the running back for the chiefs lamichael p ryan i put in here we had so many missed tackles it's not what you want to see. I, I mean, even from the backups, like we weren't seeing a whole lot of that earlier in the preseason and just seeing it today as the season is right around the corner, just kind of sucked. Um, I thought the chiefs had more big plays against our guys, whether it was first, second, third, four string. I don't care. I don't, I don't like seeing those big chunk plays. Um, let's see. Nick Harris at guard. Yep. He was the one who allowed the sack on DTR. Whipler is our backup center for sure whipler played center the entire game um after the starters came out nick harris was at guard luke whipler is your backup center and for all intents and purposes i'm sure he's going to be our future center cedric tillman my note in here the only thing really about cedric tillman he's big he's big dude big kid big fast strong uh he can catch i mean the thing with with receivers like him, you got to be able to catch most, most receivers anyway, but you don't want to be catching with your body the the hands catches. Can, can you reach out, snap or snatch the ball out of the air? Man, Cedric Tillman is, he's a big physical receiver with great hands. And I'm just so thrilled. The Browns got him in the third round. Uh, Caleb Biggers with the third interception. That was cool. Um, second pick six of the day. I mean, the Browns defense had two pick sixes. Um, and I just put in here, I, I cannot wait to see what our starters are able to do this season. I know, I know I already mentioned that, but seeing what our defense as a whole unit throughout the entire preseason has shown, the intensity, the pressure, the turnovers, I cannot wait to see all the studs that we have in the starting lineup each and every Sunday. Um, kind of made a joke in here on my notes. I said, hey, you know, maybe we'll still wave Mond. <laughs> you know, I was after his interception. Um Kellen Mond, there, I mean, there's a reason why he's just a practice squad quarterback, and I guess he'll be our emergency quarterback this year. If, you know, absolute crap hits the fan, but he's got no zip on his passes. He, it just looks like he doesn't even have a very strong arm. Uh, his mobility is suspect. He, when he runs, he doesn't look that fast. He's can't really escape pressure too well. He just, he's Kellen Mond. We, we, we know what we got there. So then my notes kind of got a little ugly here. Fourth quarter started to get stupid. Blah, blah, blah. I said, you can just tell us the end of the preseason, you know, with a lot of these backups in there. Um, 
But toward the end of that game, though, things did come back to getting intense again, which was, you know, as a football fan, it was fun to watch. You want to watch good games. As a Browns fan, it, it really sucked because we were beating the living snot out of the Chiefs. What was it, 22-3 to three at one point? And the fact that we ended up losing this game, not, not that it matters because it's preseason, but you just don't like to lose any game, especially with a big lead like that. You want to see all guys on all units, every step of the depth chart perform well, and we just didn't see that today. Um, I said Austin Watkins, he had a chance to pull in uh, a nice touchdown grab in the fourth. Now, it wasn't contested. I'm not saying he should have caught it. I'm not saying it, was, it wasn't a drop. It was a heavily contested uh, catch attempt. Yeah, I think he had two guys on him there. But, you know, I, I, the ball was at least in the vicinity of his hands. I don't know if he got knocked away or whatever. It just would have been nice to see Austin Watkins make another sweet grab, you know, especially for a touchdown. Um, so, Cade York made his field goal in the fourth quarter to take the lead. So that was encouraging to see after the rough start, the missed field goal, um, or the missed extra point, and then after he missed two field goals, essentially, to try to win the game against the Eagles. You know, if the Browns end up winning this game against the Chiefs, time runs out, whatever, sweet. Cade York made the kick that won the game. But unfortunately, the Browns defense lets the Chiefs go down. Um, Caleb Biggers had a rough drive, big penalty on him, and he also gave up a big play. Chiefs go down, field goal range, kick field goal, they're up by one. Okay, or two, or whatever it was. All I know is we came back down the field, we got helped out with a penalty or two, we made a couple plays, we got into field goal range, things were looking sweet, and it was exactly the situation. I'm sitting there watching the game, and I've said, I'm just talking out loud to myself, I want Cade York to have to come win this game. I want it to come down to a Cade York field goal. The preseason, with, with everything that's happened in this preseason, the biggest question mark coming out of this is our kicker, which sucks because you rely on the kicker for so many points throughout an NFL season. And that is our biggest question mark that you can possibly have right now. So, perfect scenario, perfect situation. Comes down to the very end very last preseason game we're away we're in kansas city super bowl champs here we are we're out there we got a chance to win this ball game Cade york come out make this field goal we win for the most part i mean obviously our defense has to come make a stop but there's only a handful of seconds left make the field goal give us the lead Cade. and he misses miss the field goal um i know instantly he started to say ball was tipped ball was tipped um i don't care i don't care ball was tipped ball wasn't tipped don't care why are so many of Cade York's kicks getting tipped why you know we we did a a a segment talking about well maybe it's the holder you know we could do a segment or we probably did last year talking about special teams and poor execution on the the PAT and extra or a field goal unit maybe the line isn't holding their blocks the right way you know whatever we can make all the excuses we want at the end of the day Cade York's not making field goals that's that's the that's the bottom line. Cade York is not making field goals. He's not making them consistently. He's not making his extra points consistently. It is a problem. It's a huge problem. It's the biggest problem the Browns have right now, and it needs to get fixed before the season begins. So I hate ending on that negative note about Cade York, but again, the game just ended on a negative note, and that's all I got in my mind right now is how PO'd I am. 
that you know we couldn't even squeak out a freaking preseason game win you know on a on a field goal because our kicker can't make his damn kicks so i want to hear everybody's thoughts we want to hear from you put them in the comments leave us a voicemail let's talk about what we have gathered so you know throughout this whole preseason and training camp journey because it is over it is over and we are now officially on to the Cleveland Browns regular season 2023. We've been waiting a long time for this. So let's get excited. Let's talk about it. Let's let's fix the world's problems everybody. What do the Browns need to do? What who what kickers are out there right now or do you anticipate being released in the in the coming days who could be available that the Browns should bring in and sorry Cade, you know, we we tried it didn't work. Best of luck if you continue on. Let's talk about it. Or do we just keep him, roll with it, and see how many games this season he loses us? I don't know. Let's just let's just talk. Let's. I want to hear from you guys. You know, it, it's fun. I just have so much fun talking about the Browns and, and watching Browns games and interacting with all the fans. So you guys make the show what it is. We appreciate everything you guys do. We appreciate you watching us, tuning in, listening on audio, and... Um, just interacting with the show and giving us all your thoughts and opinions on the Browns. Cause after all, this is our team and we're going to freaking fan hard for our team. So like I said, we will be with you guys Tuesday night. We're going to be live on YouTube. We're going to be talking about the roster, the initial 53 man roster for the Browns, the cut downs, the guys who made it, the guys who didn't. We'll talk some more recap about the game. I'm sure we'll have more insight on the kicking situation and some other things between now and Tuesday. So we will talk about it all then. And until we do, let's go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.